Living the Principles. This podcast is hosted by Latricia Smith and Phyllis G. Williams. Living the Principles seeks to expand mindsets, express beliefs, and edify excellence in hopes of building a stronger Black community. Welcome to Living the Principles. Welcome. I am Latricia, and with me today is my co-host, Phyllis. Hey, Phyllis. Hello, Latricia, and hello out there, Difference Makers. Today, we are going to talk about belief. And if I could sing, I would sing the song with Whitney Houston and Mary J. I'm sorry, Mariah Carey, When You Believe. So we're going to have to learn what happens if you believe. We have a special guest. Her name is Joanne Cox. Joanne Cox is a motivational speaker at Justified Jewel LLC. She is also the executive director of Trajectory Transition Coaching and founder of Fearless Living, where she coaches young ladies to dare to dream, travel the unknown path, and become future trailblazers. Welcome, Joanne. Hello, and I'm so excited to be here. We are excited to have you. And I know that this came about because of an article that you posted on your website. What was your inspiration behind writing that about Uh, belief? uh, All of my topics come from something that triggered me within that day. And we're always talking about what if. And we try to live in a way that we believe so many of those those fables and so many of those words like, you know, what you think about, you bring about. The uh, people that you hang around will define who you are. And I started to think about biblical principles, you know, that, you know, that God has our back and we can have anything that we ask for and wisdom come in abundance. And if we truly believed all those things, how would our world look? How would we as individuals look? And that triggered something within me. Wow. I always say the best blogs, songs, and other forms of creativity come from passion. And you seem very passionate about that. I'm going to let Latricia dive into belief with you as well. Latricia? I just really enjoy reading that blog post, that article about what if we believe. And it really had me thinking about so many things. What if we believe? One of the things that you said on there was about, do you believe what you say? So many times we say things, but do we actually believe what we say? I really thought that was an interesting point to make. Do you believe what you say? So I I wanted to ask you, how does saying you believe and truly believing look different? Oh, that's, that's evident. Because when we say it, we put it out into the universe. And others are listening to us about what we're going to do, the projections that we put out there. That is so different in the actions that we take. So just an example, if I were to say I manifest expectations, I use that term quite a bit. 
So to manifest means to bring forth. And what are my expectations? So if I'm truly into that, you're watching me. What are my steps to get to making those things happen? And if I say that I'm going to manifest my expectations, which would be a global speaker, what am I doing? So the fruit will appear when I put that into action. And that is what it's going to look like if I put the action behind the words that I use. So it sounds like saying you believe is one thing, but truly believing is when you take what you say and put it into action. Yes, it's about having faith. And we, we hear that all the time. Oh, I have faith in you. Oh, I have faith. You know, faith is evidence of things that are known but are not seen. And we always want to believe in that. And we walk around believing that we believe that we have faith. And if we have faith, then we wouldn't doubt ourselves. We wouldn't think about, oh, what is someone going to say about the things that I do? What are people going to say about what I wear? To be nervous about a presentation. Are you having faith that what you say is pointing to the audience? So you already, you're, first of all, you're going to do your homework because you're going to ask for wisdom. So when you put it out there, again, you're going to bring that action with you and you're going to see that appear. But when we have faith, do we really have faith in our own selves? Do we have faith in the biblical principles? And how does that show up? Because of the actions that we take. We never even think about will the chair hold us up. We truly believe those type of things and we feed into that. We somehow will feed into the lottery and we know millions of people play the lottery. What are your chances? But the lottery is so big that people are willing to dive in and do that. And if you two ladies, Latricia and Phyllis, were to walk up to someone and say, now, if you work out 30 days for the next 60 days, you are going to look so fabulous. Well, how many people do you think will act on that versus saying, have a seat and not even think about, will that chair hold them? I like this metaphor about the chair because... I've heard other parallels, such as when we go to crank up our car, we don't say, well, I hope it's going to work. When we sit down at a chair, we don't say, I hope it doesn't fall down. We have the faith in it. So why is belief so important? Why is it important to believe? Well, it's important to believe so that we can get some things done. And some of the most successful people have belief in what they are setting out to do. And those are things that were taught to them. So we have to understand that belief is still a practice of, of putting things forth. And when we're young, we put into our kids that you, when you make these steps, you're going to progress in this way. So the belief factor is that what you put in, you're going to get out. And people have that support system that feeds into their belief. So that's why it's so important to have a good support system with people. Think about what you're reading. Think about the people that you are around and you will start to form different belief habits. 
And it's been said that be careful what you feed into because you'll start to believe it. And you think that, oh, I can look at pornography. Oh, I can listen to all sorts of negative things. But as you do it, it creeps upon you. And before you know it, you start to lose faith in some of the things that you thought you were really strong in. So there's another term that says education is never out for the pros. So whatever you're working on, if it's writing a book, if it's building a home, if it's building a family, if you don't continuously support yourself and educate yourself in the system and the things that will bring those things forth, it's about focus and discipline. And when you do that, those things will appear. And just take an example and look at the people that simply focus on nothing but technology. They become millionaires. Is that important to be a millionaire? Absolutely not. But what my point behind that is, is that they was focusing on this synergy that was feeding them to go in that direction. There are people that will listen to Warren Beatty because of the fact that he is focusing on just that in money making. But the average person will spread their activity or brain knowledge all over the place. And so with taking care of the kids, we're reading some books, we're going to some programs, but yet there's not that one focus being in that one direction. And that is what I see as far as the belief system and how to stay on that journey. Focus and discipline and feeding your faith. As you were speaking, I wrote down this note of how I interpreted what you were summarizing. Belief is the fuel and unbelief can be the water in the tank. So mm. we're talking about belief, but unbelief can be just as important. So I love that summary of all the stuff that we need to do with belief. We have to continuously do it. Latricia, how do you feel about continuously doing things, being persistent? I think persistence is important. I think that persistence pays off. So I do believe that it is important that we continue to do things because that allows us to increase in our ability, which gives us more confidence and allows us to have more faith in what it is that we're doing. I wanted to go back to we'll sit in a chair not thinking about whether or not we're going to fall or people playing the lottery knowing that their chances of winning is very slim. There's a difference between hope and faith. And a lot of times I, I think playing the lottery has more to do with hope than it does faith. People have this expectation that you know maybe they'll win, but deep down they know that they probably won't. But I think when it comes to faith and certain things, like I think about some of the things, like you said, do you believe in these things that you say? And there are people who have certain desires, like some people want to be a mom or a dad or get married or find a great paying job or pay off their debt or start a business or have a successful business or get a college degree or, you know, just a, a myriad of things that, that people want to do. When I think about these things, as opposed to just sitting in a chair or playing the lottery, it seems that people have more at 
stake when they're believing for these things. And also the history that some people may have that has prevented them in the past, the history comes up. Like with the chair, the history has probably been stable. Every time I sit in a chair, it keeps me up. So this chair is probably, I'm probably not going to fall, but I've been trying to have a baby for 17 years and I haven't gotten pregnant or I've had some miscarriages. So I'm a little skeptical now about this or getting married. I've had seven relationships and they just didn't work out. So I'm not sure that this is for me. Well, I'd like to chime in on that word history because that is so big because we based a lot of things on history because of the fact that the family did something. And that includes simply going to church. The whole family went to church for 10, 15 years. And are we going there because of the belief system? Or are we actually going there to just hear the pastor and get a feel good emotional feeling? But what happens when the word gets into our spirit and that we no longer are dependent on what we see, but we have a belief factor that this is going to happen because of the belief and not because of the family history. And that's why we want to take away stereotypes that let us say or, or will come into our lives and make us feel that we are not accepting of getting to be a millionaire or someone that has been incarcerated can no longer vote. Things just don't happen for us. When we have a belief system that every channel can now be open and that there is something in the universe that will part the seas and make someone come into that, that channel and that life and that path that I'm going to be successful regardless of my past. My belief is that there's nothing that is going to stop me from excelling. And when I do this, it means that I have to feed myself, stay focused and understand that there is nothing that I can't accomplish that is of good because I want to make sure that I stay focused and not be distracted by other things that could take me away from that. And it's about being strong and you can't be strong. And if you think of strong as in the strength you get from the gym, it's the same thing. So you have the muscle strength, you have the spiritual strength, you have to have emotional strength. And all of those things have to be stable so that you can stay the course. And one person can pull you off track and one person can put you back on track. So we have to be careful with thinking about history when it comes to our belief pattern. How do people strengthen those muscles and how do people activate or increase their faith when there are certain things that may be standing in the way? Well, I'd like to think of some things, first of all, that could stand in your way uh, in order to strengthen your spirituality and to keep that muscle strong is whatever your belief patterns are. For me, it's Christianity and reading the Bible. Now, there are other belief factors out there that I understand, and I don't want to take away from uh, the listening audience, whatever their belief factors are. But if you're believing 
in something that is going to take away from it. What would take away from it if you start to socialize with people that don't have the same belief factors? So now I'm believing that I'm going to have good health because of the practice of my spirituality. But yet I understand biblically that God is going to put the right people in my life, including my doctors and my medication. So it's not like I'm having blind faith that I'm going to just believe and sit on a chair and pray because that is, I consider blind faith. So my belief is that I'm going to have the wisdom to channel into the right thing. Things that would come into this that would interrupt that is for me to be in a group of people and they start to channel and say, well, you know, well, my family had uh, sciatica and you know what? They had it every year and it is painful. And I'm just here to tell you it is not going to go away. And I don't care what the doctors say, but it's all about that medical history. And they're going to tell me all these things. And and if I'm not built up and stable in that, I'm going to start thinking about it. And so what I think about for five minutes, then the next day I'm talking to that same person. And now I'm thinking about it for an hour. So do you see where I'm coming from when you start to hear things, but you are not grounded and stable? I can bend, but I'm not going to break. So I know now with my background and my belief system, I need to get away. I need to get away from that, that talk. I need to not be with that person. And that is how I exercise the muscle of spirituality when it comes to a belief system. You spoke of something that I wanted to touch on because there is a such thing as something called toxic positivity. And you use something that's uh, synonymous with it. You use the word blind faith. I think some people can say they believe, but don't show any actions. And I do think some people think they believe, but they really don't. Like they, they, when they do a deeper dive into what they've done, they're really not doing their best. So I think it takes a level of self-awareness to even have faith and you have to check with yourself. So what can stand in the way of faith, of increasing it or keeping it or building faith with others? What can stand in the way of that? I think you've already answered it. I think what stands in the way is not acknowledging what the definition of faith is versus, you know, belief. Because we can believe a lot of things, but do we have the faith in that? And you were saying that some people truly believe that they have that until something comes up. The point is, is that the action has to appear. The fruit has to appear. And when that is not happening in in your belief system, you still stand strong. So what the things that to answer the question is, what are some things that can come up? Is that when you are saying that you believe that you're going to get a college education and you start to fail in those classes, you're going to feel immediately like maybe this isn't true. That means that you're simply not grounded. That's it. You're you're just not grounded. And that that action, when you get that D and then you get another class and you have a, a D and then you are not interested in that subject. 
Are you fooling yourself when you say you want a college education? But did you want the education for the right reason? Did you want that education? Because if you wanted that education, this is where the facts come in to say, in order for me to do this, why am I failing? Can you ask yourself these deep questions? Why am I failing? Is it because I didn't study? Is it because I'm not interested in this? Is it because the instructor is not a good instructor? So what are you going to do? You're asking yourself these questions. Then you're going to put it on the line. Am I interested? If you are interested in this, you are not going to rely just on that instructor. You're going to go outside to find out what you need to study because there are so many resources, because there are always people in that that top position or that authority figure that might not be good for teaching what you need. So you're going to go to the other resources. Is it books? Is it to a, a person that is going to help you to study? And that is one of the things that I feel would fall into that category that you thought that you had a good belief system or faith in something and you start to wither because of the fact that the evidence was showing up that you are not good at this. So those are things that you have to uh, analyze in yourself because most of the time we're not true with ourselves. We get into a position, and I would like to use a career, for example. We get into a career that maybe makes a lot of money, but are we truly in it? Back in the day when I was really young, to be a doctor and a nurse or a teacher, those were some really good positions. And they've said that you'll always have a job if you're in the medical field. And they said that you would make good money as a doctor not necessarily a teacher. But if you want to do that, what comes along with it? Are you getting into that doctor position, that physician, because you really truly like helping people? Because people are not all kind. So are you willing to take what comes along with it? And when we select careers, we usually don't think of the pros and cons because after that, the money doesn't matter. When you become a teacher, you have to put up with the parents. When you become a teacher, you have to put up with unruly kids. When you become a teacher, you have to put up with the system of the education of whatever is going on in your city, state, and county. Those are things that we don't think about. So we have to stand strong and say, my job as a teacher and a doctor, as a doctor, I am here to uh, to fulfill that, that oath that I took because I want to help people and nothing is going to deter me from that. Give me strength to stand strong in what I believe in. As a teacher, I am here to teach. There will be people that will accept what I am teaching and there will be people that will be closed-minded that will not. But I am on a journey and I have a belief system that this is where I need to be and I want to be. And I'm going to fill my spirit to the core with what is needed to stand up and continue in this career. I think you make some really interesting points about the career and about the education. But what if, before I go there, I just want to clarify the difference between belief system and faith. So a system of beliefs is 
governing principles that you operate yes. by, that you live by in your day to day life. Mm-hmm. And faith is more about having trust in something or in, in somebody or a higher power. And sometimes I think we tend to associate faith with spirituality or God or creator. And it doesn't necessarily have to be associated with spirituality. Correct. That's why in the blog, I went from spirituality in beliefs and then beliefs that simply had to do with physical activity, you know, exercise, emotional well-being. And I try to cover all of those things to say, what if we really believe? And I started out on this podcast by even talking about exercise. If you truly believe that and you wanted it, (laughs) if I want to lose 20 pounds, then what am I asking myself? And if I do believe that, am I going to step out and start to do that? So I believe that I can do it. But just because I believe I can do it, does that mean I'm going to put forth the action to do it. So just to separate that from the spirituality part and getting back to what if I truly believe? And if I believe that, do I really want that? If I know one of the things that keep me from doing something is my emotional status or allowing something from the outside. I'm doing my work and now I get bad news. And so when I get this bad news, I can no longer focus. Well, if I know that that distraction is going to keep me from doing what I need to do at work, what am I going to do? I am going to say, I know that I'm going to put that in a box, put that to the side because I can't deal with that at this time. It is not my priority. My priority right now is to get this job done. So that is me checking myself. And that is what I would like the viewers to know. You have to check yourself. You have to come to a point that you ask yourself, What if I believe? And if I believe that I can be successful in this career, if I believe that I can lose 20 pounds and be flexible and be firm and look nice and healthy according to what I consider healthy in connection with my doctor, then I'm on the right road. But what am I telling myself? I have to be honest. And when I tell myself that I can get through anything, I go back to what I've written. I believe that it's going to be okay. I believe that this too shall pass. I believe that there's nothing that I can't do. So it sounds to me an answer to the question that Phyllis had asked, which was about what stands in our way. It sounds to me based on so many things that you said, the biggest thing that stands in our way is our mindset. If our mind is not prepared for it, if we don't have our thoughts together, then that can be a big hindrance. Yes. And that is called accepting who you really are and accepting what you really are doing. Because sometimes we, the mindset is, is say, we're saying that we're open-minded and we can't figure out what the block is. Then again, 
Are you asking yourself the right questions? And if you can't get those questions, then can you get outside help to say, I need a mirror and I need to look at myself to find out, am I being true to myself? You know, because again, the mindset can keep you from doing 90% of the things that you said you want. But if I have the mindset to stay open, then I'm going to use the resources. I'm going to use that wisdom. I'm going to fall and I'm going to get back up because I have that mindset that I want to show up and I want to be a person of excellence and I want to be known as showing up on time. I want to be known. These are just thoughts, thoughts that just randomly run through a a writer's mind. They have things that are just coming through and there are people that are more relaxed And they just enjoy the calmness of life. And that makes that okay. We have to distinguish what it is that we want. And we have to distinguish what we believe and what are the actions behind that. Because we have to have a plan. There's nothing that's going to happen without strategy and plan that's going to be considered a person of excellence. Because we can throw some things together. And then we can look back and say, if. If I had planned to do this, and if I had a strategy and a plan B, this would have been so much better. And we learn from that. But if we don't learn from it, we'll do the same thing over and over and over. But this is about what do I believe? I am so glad that we touched on you have to believe in yourself as well. And our minds have to prepare for greatness. That's what I get the most out of the conversations that we've had. Have faith in yourself as well. Our minds have to prepare and take action. If you're not taking any action, you really don't have faith. I know you as a very strategic person and you're really good at executing. And what we do on our show is something called the principle challenge. Before we do that, could you give the listeners your information, your website, your social media, so they can stay in touch with you because you are a life coach? Yes, and thank you for that opportunity. Uh, You can find me by just saying Joanne Cox, but the clearest way is to make sure that you put justifiedjewel.com. That is my website. And on that website, you can then connect to my coaching session as well. And uh, I would love for you to do that. And you can also connect with my blogs there, which is Manifest Expectation. I can be found on Twitter, which is Joanne Cox at Joanne B. Cox, Instagram and LinkedIn. I am a a transitional coach and I would love for you to visit all of those sites. All right. And I know you don't mind telling people what they need to do. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. Sorry. You could tell our listeners the principal challenge. That would be awesome. What would you give them a call to action as it relates to having faith or as it relates to faith in general? Principal challenge. Live them out. Well, I like to change that to what you believe. And my challenge would be to sit down and literally think of the things that you said that you believe in. Literally write these down. Write down the things, five of them. 
write down things that you believe in and then go back within the next 90 days and analyze that to see if there was any action behind the things that you believe. Are you living your belief? Drop the mic. Are you living your belief? We really appreciate having you on the show. We appreciate having you and hope everybody goes to justifyjewel.com and remember to write down those five things that you believe in. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being here. It's been a pleasure. All right. Faith, faith, faith and belief. That's very important. It's one of our principles, not our principle, but one of the Kwanzaa principles. So we're going to continue with our journey and open your mind, hearts, and ears for our next section as we spread the good news. Not rumors, not rubbish. Living the principles, we spread the good news. Do you believe in real-life heroes? Well, if you do or don't, listen to this amazing story. High school football coach Keanu Lewis had been selected as one of six individuals to receive the Citizen Honor Award by Congressional Medal of Society for disarming a student with a shotgun. After he disarmed the teenager, he gave him a hug because of the hurt in his eyes. We still believe in everyday heroes. Our next point for the good news comes from a young adult. Arthur Exol Jr. first ride plane was full of admiration instead of fear. He vowed at seven years old after taking his first flight that he would one day be a pilot. Arthur is now currently in Middle Georgia State University for a bachelor's in aviation science and a management with a flight concentration. He not only believed, but he took the action. Do you still believe in your community? It's estimated that thousands of African-Americans are buried at the Unity Cemetery in Rocky Mount, North Carolina. Samuel Battle and Tariq Pittman are two childhood friends who say too many have forgotten about the Unity Cemetery. These two childhood friends are taking action by rallying the community to donate their time clearing up the cemetery. This cemetery hoses houses Black senators, veterans, and other leaders. Some headstones date back as far as the 1800s. So do you still believe in your community? Because Samuel and Tariq surely do. Latricia, that's our good news. But before you give them the soul snack, I just want to remind you guys that we need some gravy. So go to our website, livingtheprinciples365.com to donate or purchase a shirt. All right, Latricia, the soul snack for today. Our soul snack for today comes from an African proverb, and it says, with the little seed of imagination, you can grow a field of hope. That's our show for today. Until next time, expand your minds and impact your communities. Thanks for listening to Living the Principles podcast. Be sure to visit us at livingtheprinciples365.com to access the show and join in on the conversations.